This podcast was recorded on a Wabakook country. And just a heads up, this episode contains the voice of a deceased First Nations person. Hi, I'm Kurt Fernley, Paralympian, and welcome to You Little Ripper. This is the place that we celebrate all things para-sport. Now, this has been a challenging time for the Paralympic world. We have lost two of our greats. Tracy Freeman, who was a two-time Paralympian, six-time gold medalist in the sport of athletics. And we also lost the first Paralympian who competed in 1960, Uncle Kevin Coombs. Now, Uncle Kevin had a huge impact on so many Paralympians around this country. While he was developing the sport, while he was unable to vote, while he was unable to get an Australian passport, he was laying the foundations on what it is to be a Paralympian. He laid those foundations in such a generous and kind way. He is truly one of the greatest Australians that I have ever met. And I just feel grateful that I was able to have him in our lives. I was lucky enough to catch up with Uncle Kevin and get him on the Tiny Island podcast. I loved being able to share part of his story and you're going to love Kevin too. Here are a few words. We had the first Australian championships here in, in 1960. Uh, they had state teams from South Australia, New South and uh, and West Australia. West Australia was was. Bit bit advanced more so than us because they went to the Stoke Mandeville Games in 1957, mm. um, and so we did we didn't ever uh, get involved till uh, you know the 58, 59, 60, and that's when uh, we had the first Australian Championships here in Melbourne in, in 1960. You were out of rehab. Yep. You were you were working. No, I wasn't working. I'd. I'd uh, Still hadn't got a job, no, no. I'm still, still in hospital. I didn't know anyone down here. So, what was sport to you then? Well, I think it was um, uh, socially, it was a very good thing because um, um, we'd we'd get to the um, um, at the basketball centre at basketball court at the, at the Austin, we'd, uh, which was an old bitumen court, <laughs> and uh, we'd mess around there for a long while and. Uh, a lot of nurses would come and watch us. We'd You're a good-looking young fella. I'll give you the hot tip. <laughs> show showing our <laughs> muscles, and it was a, it was really one way of getting. Uh, it opened a lot of doors in in uh, in, in also uh, and become well known, I suppose. It has been a huge time in the competition phase of the Paralympic sports and I'm going to jump into the you little ripper moment because it is just me guess what I'm stealing too my you little ripper moments for this week are we had the great Madison de Rosario making her debut in the Sydney marathon uh Sydney is one of the most challenging marathons for wheelchair racing there's a lot of turns there's a quite a lot of hills and the the discomfort of that marathon stains in your arms for a long time uh but it was great to see Madison back on the podium back on the top of the podium in her debut for Sydney my second new little ripper moment is a strange one in the sport but you know what I can't let it go without mentioning it 
mentioning it because Ben Wright is deserving to have a moment where Australia gets to celebrate his contribution to Australian sport. Ben is a three-time Commonwealth Games representative and he got elevated from first into the bronze medal position after the uh, disqualification of Indian gold medalist due to an anti-doping violation. Now, this is the maiden Commonwealth Games medal and it is an incredible performance because when you think about that the last time that we were able to wear a get a power lifting gold medal for our country was Darren Gardner in Melbourne in 2006 so congratulations Ben I hope you enjoy that bronze medal and um just you know what sometimes uh you've got to try and fight to take that time to really enjoy it hope you do we wish you well and congratulations uh it's also been a big time in sport in general we had lauren you little ripper parker win to get uh, you know what i don't even I, I don't even want to know whether i need to say win every time i see lauren parker's name pop up she is now a four-time world championship in para triathlon and it's her eighth world championship title uh Again, Lauren, you little Ripper Parker, congratulations. We also had in the paratriathlon, Anu Francis won a silver medal, Sally Pilbeam won a bronze. Uh, and there has also been the IWBF Women's Under 25 Wheelchair Basketball World Championships on in Thailand. The Devils finished in ninth with a win over South Africa. Um, we're going to get it straight into everybody's favourite part of the show. It's where we get to talk to the athletes that are that are shining the line at this very moment. And today we get to speak to the wonderful Paige Greco. Paige, welcome to you, Little Ripper. Hey, thanks for having me. How are you? It's been a long time since we're caught up. How, how are you doing? I'm, um, yeah, I'm good. Back into training. This year's been um, very busy with competitions and just getting back from World Championships. So um, this part of the year is good because I don't have the rest of the year nothing international coming up. So I can just train. Um, yeah, I've got some big competitions coming up next year. But, um, yeah, I'm getting back into it, really enjoying getting back into training. You just casually mentioned a World Championship, so we should pull home uh, bronze medal? Yes, yeah, I got bronze medal in the individual pursuit and the road race. Congratulations. But I understand it's been also, it, it's, it was a tough start to the year. It, I, I think there were points within that that uh, start of 2023 that you may have been thinking it was time to leave the sport. Yeah, the start of the year and, um, and I think still processing um, the crash. I had a, yeah, had a crash in Italy. It was the World, um, World Cup. Yeah, and I was in the time trial. I don't remember what happened. I'd crashed at the start of the race. I got up, got back on the bike, um, and then I think apparently it was 500 metres before the finish line. Um, yeah, I, I ran into a wall. I think, you know, as athletes, we talk about being in the zone. I think maybe I just potentially wasn't looking up. We don't know. Um, and, yeah, I woke up on the floor Um yeah, I had my coach, a few of the physios and the paramedics. Um, and, yeah, it was really scary. I had concussion. I I don't know how long I was out for, but, um, yeah, it was really scary. You know, you know, like, crashing is part of the sport and you hear about these horrible crashes. But, yeah, it was really scary just going through it and being in a hospital for 
four days. So had really great support on the team. And um, yeah, my brother was studying in London. So I was really um, grateful he came over and stayed with me. Um, yeah, I was not expecting that start to the year. So um, I'm really proud of myself. I got back on the bike and raced. I think um, it's still very daunting because I still had a bit of fear. Definitely not, not the year I imagined, but I'm getting through it and I'm really grateful. I had, I've got a lot of support around me. Have you been able to get rid of that fear? I, I had a I had an incredible crash in, in, in midway through my career, um, head first into an oncoming car and broke broke everything. I think I broke everything in the front of me when I hit the car and everything that was all my, my legs that I landed on when I bounced off as well. And it does take a while to remove that caution. And and um, have you? Is it is it gone now? Um, yeah. To be honest, it's not fully gone. Um, I'm getting there, and I'm yeah working with a psychologist, and my coach is really supportive, and the team's supportive. So it's just trying to get back to I think enjoying it. Um, enjoying getting back on the bike and training, which that was one thing that I really kind of struggled with because, um, yeah, I had stitches in my mouth. I'd lost a couple, well, one tooth and broke my nose. So I was just kind of getting over that. Yeah, it happened, but you can also get back to enjoying the bikes. How important is that outside voice, that ability to be able to engage with a, a sports cycle when, you know, like when you're kind of internally struggling to find that pathway back to this this part of your life that requires so much from you for me talking about it really helps and I think that has also been really beneficial in like processing it because I've really come to be like as an elite athlete your physical health is really important but then your mental health is also so so important for just every day and racing and that so yeah, really lucky I have that support, but also just understanding how I feel and why I feel these things. And uh, I'd never had a concussion before, so just understanding how long, like, the journey and how it's very different for everyone and um, the emotional aspect of it and how that can affect training and daily life and how kind of communicate. So I think for me, um, processing what happened, but also understanding all that side of it's also been really interesting and I think beneficial. So now getting back into training, I getting used to understanding why I feel how I feel. What is it that you love about the sport? I love competing and I love trying to win. You know, every time you go to a race, you always try and get the best out of yourself. And I'd always wanted to be an elite athlete. And I one thing I love is um like I love racing, love competing, but also passion is traveling. So to be able to do this all on my bike is um, has always been a goal and dream of mine. You've found those moments of excellence with cycling. It, it's been incredible to watch here at You Little Ripper. We celebrated your your gold and your bronze in in Tokyo. Um, we're now twelve months out from Paris. Yeah, if you you go out and and I know what it takes to train every day to kind of pursue this thing uh, what are your hopes for the Paralympic Games next year yes I've got I've got big goals I'd love to um I'd love to try and defend my title in the in the IP and do the best that I can on the road 
Um, I think at the end of the day, we've really we've got these really big goals, which is really awesome. It really kind of getting back on the bike and then remembering why I do it and what I want to achieve has been important, but we've also got small little goals on the way. And we've got a few competitions early next year so we can we can trial new things and kind of re- refocus. So, so then hopefully get to Paris and it all comes together, but um, also just bringing it back and focusing on my strengths and my weaknesses and what I can take from Tokyo to take that experience and then bring that into Paris. Any chance you can take us back to Tokyo? That gold medal, um, it was celebrated around the country. It was, you know, the the whole country was kind of engaging with the Paralympic movement like never before. Can you bring us back to the emotions attached to that or the memories attached to that moment? Yeah, I still really do remember that moment, I think, especially going through this year, bringing it back to what I've done in the past and how I can um, learn from that and get get through it. But, yeah, for to have that goal and then to, you know, train as hard as you do with your team around you and that to then execute it, I, I remember crossing the finish line and, um, yeah, I got teary straight away. I remember during that race thinking, oh, I'm actually up on schedule. I think I might have this and then... Um, yeah, the tears came. I was very overwhelmed. It was, um, yeah, I remember hugging my coach and um, physio afterwards and and then I hugged um, Wazza, which is the head of our team, and then, um, oh, it was just, yeah, very emotional, so overwhelming, but just so awesome. Paige, thanks for your time. We're you, Little Ripper, and all of our listeners are wishing you the best over the following less than 12 months, and we'll be cheering for you in Paris in 24. No, thank you so much for having me. It was yeah, very exciting when I got the chance to be on this podcast. So thank you. I love Paige Greco. I am so grateful that we didn't lose her involvement in the Paralympic movement. I'm so glad that we will all get to see her continue her career and celebrate her into Paris in 2024. Uh, Thank you for listening to our podcast. Uh, Even if it is solo, um, we're going to have another guest on here as well as a guest host in the coming weeks. It's uh, going to be a big big final quarter of 2023 and then we're going to be in Paralympic year and the news will keep coming here at You Little Ripper. I also want to thank Toyota for supporting this episode and is it oh what a feeling. Thanks Toyota. Toyota.